Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Charles Sabansi from the Dreamers Pro Show, and we want to welcome you guys to the Dreamers Pro Podcast, where we cover everything from sports, hot topics, classic debates, entertainment, and where we give you guys a fresh perspective on things and how we see them. Now, let's get started with the first topic of today's show. Let me get into this topic uh, here. So yesterday, I was some pretty big news because we it was a day that the Lakers were going to be unveiling Kobe Bryant's new statue, right? And it was something that I was very excited about as a Kobe Bryant fan. Kobe's my favorite player of all time. I have him top three up there with Kareem and Jordan. Um, so I was I was curious to see. So then I tuned into NBA. What is it? Yeah, NBA's YouTube page. It has close to 30 million followers. Uh, and they're streaming it, a live event. At one point, I think it was like around 50,000, 60,000 people uh, were in there. So I'm following the ceremony. And it's a star-studded event. There you have Magic Johnson, Jerry West, um, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Phil Jackson, uh, uh, Meta World Peace, Paul Gasol. All of these people were there, right? Star-studded event. Adam Silvers was there. Everybody was there. Uh, but it was a predominantly a Laker event. Private event wasn't open to the crowd. So as I'm watching it, the, uh, the camera's kind of panning around the audience. I see some current Lakers. I see Austin Rivers. He's there. I see Rui Hachimura. He's there. I see Darvin Ham. He's there, I believe, with his wife. I see Phil Handy. Phil Handy's there, right? So there's some current Lakers that were there that were also going to be playing in that game, uh, last night's game against the Denver Nuggets. So as I'm looking through the crowd, I'm like, okay, where's LeBron in all of this? I don't see LeBron James here anywhere, right? And I'm like, well, that's strange. Uh, LeBron is a Laker. Um, he's the face of the organization. They're having such a seminal moment uh, where they're going to be unveiling Kobe Bryant's statue, which ended up turning out to be three statues. Um, and no, LeBron is nowhere in sight. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? So we do a live about it. And then some LeBron fans jump in and try, oh, no, 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 blah, blah. And we handled them swiftly. So what happened? Today, I was browsing through the internet and I came across a clip from House of Highlights, um, and it was them interviewing LeBron during the postgame. LeBron was being interviewed at the postgame after the Lakers dropped that game against the Denver Nuggets last night. And LeBron was speaking to the media. He seemed to be a little bit um, um, upset at what had happened. So as they're there, the reporters begin to ask him questions about what happened in the game and also about Kobe Bryant's statue. And would you believe, on two occasions, LeBron just totally and blatantly ignored the questions about Kobe's statue as if it was just some run-of-the-mill activity that took place. And that's what we want to focus in on today. On But before we even get to LeBron's comments, this video is brought to you by our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is really simple. Instead of just selecting a team, you just select two or more players, pick more or less their projected stats, and then you place your entry. For example, this week, I'm selecting two entries. Stephen Curry for more than 25 points, and then I got Anthony Davis for more than two blocks, and Damian Lillard for more for more than four three-pointers made. PrizePix is also the only daily sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So for example, if you have a player who gets injured in the first half and doesn't return to the second half, that player gets automatically rebooted. 
What I also love about Price Picks is that it offers weekly promotions like Taco Tuesdays. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to pricepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's go to pricepick.com slash CLNS, use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. And once again, once you support this sponsor, you're supporting this channel. Thank you. So what we want to do is we want to get into what LeBron had to say here, and then we're going to come back and really unpack this thing. Take a listen to what LeBron had to say in the soundbite. A lot going on today. Uh, Kobe statue, of course. Um, trade deadline passes, coming off the Grammy trip. What, what did you see with the game itself, though, with Denver and kind of where things turned uh, late as they got to that two-man game? Um, I mean, they made shots. You know, executed. Um, you know, definitely had a <clears> – <throat> it wasn't just a two-man game. It was a more of a, a three-man uh, game, but you know, obviously the ball always ends up in Joker and Murray's hands, and they, uh, you know, I mean, we tied the game up. They made uh, two big threes, one from uh, Michael Porter Jr. right across from our bench when we tied the game, and then uh, Maul hit one as well uh, behind the screen. So um, they made more plays offensively than us, and I uh, was able to win the game. LeBron, if this group um, gets some good luck with its health that it's eluded, thus far eluded it um, for two-thirds of the season. What's it going to take, if you have all the guys, to make the push to get you to a good position come the start of the postseason? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. We haven't, haven't gotten that point. So it's hard for me to, to, to say. LeBron, uh, Austin mentioned that felt like they kept running the same action. Uh, same action kind of over and over again uh, over the last few minutes of the game. Um, how difficult is their offense to contain in crunch time when they are running the same play? You guys know what they're running, and they still are executing at that level. Um, uh, very good teams. They have a, an, uh, an ability to run plays um, late in the game that they haven't ran all, all game, you know, and, uh, you know, and have certain packages that they know they can go to where they can get a really good shot. Um, but it makes it even more dynamic when you have a point guard and you have a center as great as uh, Ma and, and Jokic. So it definitely helps, it helps the play calls when you have those two guys. LeBron, when you have so much going on, like the Kobe statue, trade deadline, and you have these guys to play, how hard is it to get everything you have put into it and leave that behind? No, um, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard for me. Um, personally, I went through my regular game day routine and focus on the job at hand. I knew the, the opponent that was coming in. I knew he was coming off a 12 game, a 12 day, six game road trip it was going to be difficult on us. But, you know, once you get on the floor, you have to you have to lock in on the assignment. That's, that's all that matters. I couldn't believe what I just I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. But you guys saw it. What you didn't see was LeBron's reaction. LeBron went out of his way. On two separate occasions to not address or even leave a comment about the seminal moment in Kobe Bryant's career for him getting a statue in front of the Lakers um, 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 arena and his wife, I think the the language that they're going to have on the statue is the man who built this building for the man that built this house, which I'm sure some people are running around here. LeBron fans are like, how could he? But when did he, I thought Kobe wasn't good. Like, how could he have done that? To me, listen, 
You know what? I've come to this conclusion. The conclusion is the following. If this is how LeBron want to move, and if this is how he's going to be moving, LeBron fans, let me make it crystal clear to you. If there are going to be any seminal moments, achievements, anything like that pertaining to LeBron, if you think I'm going to cover it or praise it, think again. I won't be covering it. Prior to the game, I heard Brian Windhorst on ESPN say, well, LeBron was pretty, pretty upset that the Lakers didn't make any movement at the trade deadline. So he's going to go to the game and just get through the game and try to put on a smile and just finish the game. But he was already perturbed that the Lakers didn't make any moves. And I'm like, so the Lakers didn't make any moves and you're pissed off. So therefore, that causes you not to acknowledge the greatness of Kobe Bryant and what he contributed to that organization. Help bringing them five championships because the Lakers didn't make any moves. Haven't the Lakers been making moves? Yesterday, I was listening to that Joker, Nick Wright, talk about, oh, I'm always so, I'm frustrated at the Lakers' lack of inactivity. In, in, in They've not been doing anything. I'm like, where have you been? Do you know the volume of trades that has gone down since LeBron joined the Lakers? We're talking about at least 30 players. Should I list off some of those players for you that have been brought to L.A.? Dwight Howard, Carmelo Anthony, Rajon Rondo, Anthony Davis, players that have, uh, uh, um, um, uh, what is it? Andre Drummond, Patrick Beverly, Russell Westbrook. Then they brought in Rui Hachimura. They brought in um, who's the other guy that they had? Um, some of the some of the uh, Vanderbilt and all of these new guys that they have. And you're talking about the Lakers haven't been making any movement. But some of you guys were the ones, including myself, saying that the Lakers are going to be pretty good this season, given all of the moves that they that they did in the offseason, saying that the Lakers won the offseason. And now all of a sudden, you're perturbed by the fact that the Lakers have no act, they haven't made any activity. Uh, they, 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 they didn't do anything before the trade deadline. What are we talking about here? But besides all of that, besides all of that, that's the reason in that moment to ignore those questions. You can have said what? One or two sentences? Would it, would it have really changed anything? But we see what it is. We see we see what it is. The jealousy is quite clear. The jealousy is quite clear and is deep rooted. It is deep rooted. No matter how much Shannon Sharp and all of in Gilbert Arenas and all of them twerk it up all over the place, LA is Kobe's town. Laker fans know that. LeBron is just passing through. And I'll start rooting for the Lakers again when LeBron leaves. I'm not rooting for that team. As long as LeBron, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. When he leaves, yeah, I can see myself room for the Lakers. Up until then, I'm going to still support the Clippers. But the Lakers right now, hell no. Not with this dude there. You don't want to give Kobe no love? Don't be expecting no support from Dreamers Pro. It ain't coming. Now, if you're enjoying this show, be sure to follow us on Facebook at Dreamers Pro Official, Instagram at Dreamers Pro, and leave a review to let us know what you think about today's show. Now, let's continue to the next segment. Let me get into this topic here. Yesterday, we produced a live that was centered on the fact that LeBron didn't attend Kobe Bryant's statue ceremony. Given the, given the fact LeBron wants to be considered a Laker great, he's the face of the Lakers, for him not to attend that ceremony, to me, I think was egregious. I think it was a bad look, especially when you had some of his teammates attend, current teammates. Austin Rivers attended. Roy Hachimura attended. Um, his coach attended. Darvin Ham and Phil Handy att attended. 
he was nowhere in sight. We did a live about this on the channel yesterday. And as we conducted this live, some LeBron supporters started to come into the building, come into the come into the chat. And what did they do? They started to play their normal game of deceptions. Uh, they started behaving deceptively. And what did they do? Well, they did what they always do. They started to make up excuses and make up stories like they always do. But this time I was ready for them. Some of them started saying, LeBron was there. Get this one. LeBron was there. It's just that they didn't want to put him on camera. No, no. He was there. They just didn't put him on camera. Here's how I know these guys are nothing, nothing but a bunch of liars. The fact of the matter is the following. The Kobe Bryant, hmm, hear me very well. The Kobe Bryant st statue ceremony was a private event. It was not open up to Laker fans. It was held outside of Staples Center or Crypto Center, whatever you want to call it, Crypto.com, in a tent. If you look at the 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 event, when you have an when you have a tent like that, it's by reservations, meaning everyone has a seat. It's not one of those things where everybody can walk in. So the only people that were allowed in there were the people that were invited, which means that any Laker fan standing outside that building or anybody watching that live on YouTube or TV, wherever it was, was not there. So any LeBron fan telling you LeBron was there in the building, they were lying because they were not there. It is a flat out lie. He wasn't there. Any one of them telling you that is doing what they normally do. What, what is that? Running over the shop, right? Busting down the aisle, knocking over people to get themselves a bucket of honey to rub it all over their tummies and twerk it up all over the place with sweat running down their backs. Twerking it up, dusting it up. That's all that they were doing. Telling stories. Why are we producing this show? You might be asking. I noticed a pattern here. Here's the following pattern that I have noticed. Y'all remember when Bill Russell passed? You know Bill Russell, one of the pillars of the NBA. You remember how everybody was putting out statements? Michael Jordan, the greatest player of all time. Magic Johnson, everyone was putting out a statement. No one heard a mumbling word from LeBron, the face of the NBA. What did his fans say? Oh, everyone mourns differently. The vast majority of them saying that don't know LeBron. But they know how he mourns. Fantastic. He didn't do that. Kobe's funeral took place. Everybody was in attendance. Michael Jordan. Everybody was there. But LeBron said that, according to these dudes, he didn't want to be on camera. Why? To, why not? Because he didn't want to take away attention from the event. You got to be full of something. You're going to take away attention from Vanessa Bryant and Michael Jordan. Do you know how much of a narcissist you got to be to even believe that? So what happens? Stephen A. Smith goes on his show about six months ago. He produces a show with the following 
question. He goes, and people were asking, why didn't LeBron attend Kobe's funeral? That's what Stephen A. Smith said, who I believe has a home in both New York and L.A. or New Jersey, whoever, and L.A. And he was there, and people were asking, where was LeBron? That's what Stephen A. Smith said. And LeBron fans, what did they do? They united like Voltron. They got together. Somebody brought in the loudspeakers. They jumped on a platform. And they start tw- and they started to twerk it up all over the screen. All over the screen. How could I mention something like this? This is the lowest blow I've ever heard. Then guess what they did? They started pulling up articles. Articles of people saying that LeBron attended the event. But then the very next day, there's an article that said, LeBron was asked, why didn't he attend the event and you refused to comment? What? Yeah, that's what they were doing. Then what happens? Dwayne Wade has his Hall of Fame speech. Hall of Fame speech. LeBron doesn't attend. Everyone is talking about it. But LeBron fans come to the rescue. They say, no, 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 no. He was going through something personal with his family. Perfect out. He didn't attend. And now we come to this particular moment with Kobe Bryant. And you got some of these LeBron fans in the comment section stinking it up, dusting it up, twerking it up, talking about he was there and they know they lying. And I'm beginning to realize LeBron has this pattern, which is if it don't involve him, if it ain't about exalting his name, he's not showing up. If it don't involve... Excuse me, if it don't involve twerking it up for him, he's nowhere to be found. But the irony is, he's the same one crying about, give me my damn respect. But he gives nobody else their damn respect. He gives no one their damn, he's the same dude that said, that one right there made me the greatest player of all time. How are you going to come out there and say something like that? That is so blatantly disrespectful that even John Stockton was like, yo, bro, what's up, son? Who says this? Kevin McHale was like, bro, let other people say you're great. You don't need to say it. Like, that's tacky as hell. So to me, what I'm noticing is if it ain't for LeBron and it ain't for his cause, he don't want no part of it. And to me, you couldn't even take out, what, 30 minutes? How long was the event? It wasn't even up to an hour. 30 minutes to be there? Austin Reeves was there. I'm not going to mess up my routine to show up and pay respect to Kobe Bryant who helped bring that Laker. To me, I think it's jealousy. I think it's pure jealousy because LeBron in his heart knows he ain't Kobe. He knows that. Forget about what these people, Nick Wright and all of them dudes, are t- them dudes are trying to fry your brain like egg, like egg, like fried eggs. He know the real. You go back. And go look up the video of Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade and all of them saying they thought they were big until they went overseas. And when they went to China, they said they ain't seen nothing like that before in their life. And LeBron was there. The so-called face of the NBA, he was there and he saw that love that Kobe got. He, he goes to L.A. He saw the love that Kobe got. When he got to L.A., Laker fans are like, okay, welcome to town. Uh, what have you done for us? And there was an initial friction. When he was like, well, I'm LeBron James. The Laker fans are like, so what? So what? We just got Kobe. Look at them. Look at them championships hanging up. We got 16 of them. So what? What have you done for us? He wasn't used to that. 
He knows LA is Kobe's town. Period. If you're not bringing five of them things over there, don't nobody care about what you're talking about? You saw when he passed Kareem, it was lukewarm in that building. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. When they won the in-season tournament, nobody cared. Go look back at that video and go look at the applause from Laker. Nobody cared. To me, I just think it's jealousy. That's what I think it is. When you keep hearing all of these NBA players, all of them, Kobe, 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 all of them, Kobe. All of them is Kobe. All of them wearing Kobe's shoes. And he's like, damn, it hurt, it hurt his heart that he don't get that honor. To quote Shine, it hurts your heart that you don't get that honor. They all know what's up. But I see LeBron. Don't, I don't be expecting no celebration from Dreamers Pro when anything happens at all. Expect nothing. We giving the same level of energy he giving to Kobe, which is zero. These are my, and then they had the nerve to go up there and lose that damn game on top of all of that. God damn. Thank you for listening to today's show. And don't forget to let us know what you think about today's show on iTunes or any of your favorite podcasting platforms.